Stop but, looking okay. at your damn TV watching the NBA Finals. He is, man. Pay attention to this damn podcast. God damn it, y'all. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy. Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, what's up? (laughs) I can't, I'm sorry. (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, that was so good. That was so dirt. To another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Dynasty Night. And if you hear a, a familiar voice, that is because we got the top 25 ranker on Fantasy Pros joining us. We got Christian. Christian Burrito, the what was I gonna call him? I was gonna call him the um the something burrito of Dynasty Football. How do you feel about that uh nickname there, Christian? Oh, the spicy burrito. That's it. The spicy ah. burrito of Dynasty football. It's what racist. do you think? Spicy because I'm Hispanic. Racist. Because you're caliente. Caliente. There you go. Cha cha cha. I as it's better than the meat sweats of fantasy football. I do like the meat sweats too, because then we call you MSG. I don't know what ah. the G would stand for. Uh, Goat it, meat, maybe. It just sounds better, in my opinion. It does. It sounds like salty. <laughs> <laughs> so salty. Yeah. The MSG of fantasy football. I'll take it. Yeah. The meat sweats, the yeah. spicy burrito. So you we'll s- figure it out. Are you saying you have no issues with uh, nicknames in as far as dynasty football? I don't. I've been uh, living off nicknames for most of my life. Now, normally that's just my last name, Burrito. But, I mean, if you want to extend that to uh, something comical, I'm all for it. Oh, well, we appreciate you for that. Hey, since you're on. Hey, why don't you sit there and tell us about the draft kit and the different memberships that uh, Eastly Fantasy offers? Uh, well, I did want to point the direction of our audience quickly to our website, our newly revamped website. Right there in the middle of our site, we've got this big old button that John, for some reason, couldn't see when he visited our site, <laughs> even though it's the biggest button on it's there. It's like an off says, yellow, and they hide it right in the middle. So, like, yeah. you got to kind of... I'm pretty sure there's text in it, too, right? I'm just saying. It's called hiding like, in plain sight, but it says subscribe to Eat Nation. And basically, what we're asking you guys, if you can just check out the different... Um, things that we're offering, whether it's access to the draft kit, whether it's uh, access to our Facebook Eat Nation private group, um, uh, live bonus shows, private Skype calls, um, you know, merch like t-shirts and stuff like that. There's different packages. They start at like five bucks. Um, The most common one we're getting is the one that's 30 bucks that includes, uh, you know, the draft kit, a shirt, uh, Facebook group, priority questions, a lot of different things that people really do like, including bonus shows, which are going to start happening as we approach the season. You're going to get an extra show every week just for Eat Nation members. So uh, definitely something you guys can check out. And there's, I know, I mean, a model for everybody because it's just a one time for a year purchase. It's not like a renewing subscription that you have to pay every month. Good, good. Appreciate it. So, uh, John, where do you find the subscribe button on the Eat Nation page? Uh, it's right around, but not close to, but exactly okay. in the middle. So thanks. So 
so we don't have to worry about Stephen. Give it a description. So, hey, the pod tonight, Stephen. Why don't you talk about the pod and give kind of a preview of what's going on tonight? So, as always, uh, this is Dynasty Night. This is our twelfth episode here. It's just uh, an extension of 14th. what? Oh, thirteenth. I'm sorry. Make up your damn mind. Which I'm one? I'm gonna is go it? with fourteenth. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. But anyways, this is just an extension of you know what the A team does uh, during the season here, and you know we're just bringing you guys some dynasty information. And basically, what we're gonna go through today is we're gonna do our usual, give you guys some quick news and notes, what's going on around the room, around the league, um, and then we're gonna get into uh, something a little bit different, something a little bit interesting. Nice, nice. Hey, something I forgot to do. So, Stephen, where can they find you, the engineer of dynasty football? So, as always, uh, you can find me on Twitter at SPAC21. That's S-S-P-A or S-S-P-A-C-2-1. And then always find me on the ESF page on uh, Instagram. All right. Hey, Christian, I forgot to ask you this, but where can the followers find you besides the big orange button under subscribe on the ESF page? If you want irrelevant tweets, you can follow me at Fantasy. If you want... Mostly irrelevant tweets with fantasy sprinkled in. You could follow us at Eat Sleep FF. Mostly. And last but not least, the four inch floppy disk of fantasy football or dynasty football. Sorry there, John. Uh, John. It's four and a half, sir. Four, four and a four, half, sir. Are you a full inch bigger than the floppy disk? So. Well, um, to, Bring it on a good out. day. On a good day, I'm just saying. You know, I, I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. But anyway, um, yeah, man, uh, excited to be here, and lots of good stuff coming up from Eat Sleep Fantasy. We got a couple different places for you to come out and meet us and talk fantasy. We're going to be in Dallas, Woo! July 13th through the 15th at the tickets. NFFC. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. Not not only fantasy, but great food as well. And then Las Vegas. Um, August 24th to 25th. We're going to be out at Top Golf broadcasting live. It's going to be a blast. So come on out, make some poor choices with us. It's going to be wonderful. I did want to point out that Dale tweeted that I was going to buy everyone in Vegas a drink. Yep. Um, so apparently now he's giving away my stuff too. So, oh. But yes, that is true. You come out to <laughs> Vegas, just claim you heard that or read that tweet and I got you. Well, Ooh. we know how much you love to give shit away. <laughs> That's the. It's. I mean, it's like one of your favorite pastimes, dude. You're like the Santa Claus of fantasy. Oh goddamn it! Or the Not Grinch. That. Sub younger. That's though. the best nickname yet. I know, and that's like the one that I don't. I'm really hoping does not stick. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna change your Twitter handle. If you've ever that, had to lie. dress up as Santa Claus, you'd understand. No, that sounds a little Ugh. weird. Christian, do yeah, we really yeah. want to talk about you dressing up as Santa Claus? Let's not, man. Okay, hey, man. Let's save it for like a December episode. <laughs> okay, there you go. Nice. <laughs> hands off. It's a hands off episode instead of a hands on. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be his new picture on the website. Keep, keep the hands Brito, off Santa. Brito Claus. Yeah, man. Well, I gotta make sure that you guys don't have access to that picture on social media. Oh, <laughs> I have to get it. Hey, so you know, I always come with a crazy story every week. You know, last week was the. Uh, the chick uh, spiking the dude with some laxative, but I'm sure everyone's seeing the crazy story about the stolen military vehicle that everyone's calling a tank. Have you guys seen that story yet? Yeah, no. it's scary as hell, man. It's scary as hell? Yeah, a little bit. Why is that scary? 
just the idea that somebody could get in that and just go around like that seems wrong what's crazy about this story is that this it went over it was a chase over 60 miles let me tell you about this vehicle this vehicle is not a tank there's no weapon system on it the only thing they put on there is these 1970 computers used to i don't know plot targets uh store shit uh soldiers aren't even allowed to freaking sit in the back of that thing anymore but the thing doesn't go more than 40 miles an hour and i'm surprised that thing didn't throw track that thing is one of the most worthless military vehicles i've ever dealt with my military career uh i hated that thing Uh, we used it probably i bet you the thing was from the 70s and we used it all the way up into easily the 2009 2008 era so another crazy thing about that was it was stolen by an officer this thing is usually driven by a private we're talking a kid from the age of 17 to maybe 22 and the fact that this young officer stole it just make there's so many red flags being someone from the military and the thing i find funny he was on drugs but the another crazy he actually wearing his protective gear so it doesn't hurt his head while he's driving his vehicle so Hey, the moral of the story is keep the officers, you know, for those that are military and listen to the pod, keep the officers away from your vehicles. They might steal it and drive it down West Virginia at 40 miles an hour. So, uh, does kind of make me want to join the military a little bit. A little bit? I wouldn't worry. A little bit. I wouldn't worry about it. Christian, what do you think about this? Thank you very much for that story. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> he said thank you. It was a boomer. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Did it cock your cannon? Oh. That was a high caliber story. <laughs> nice. Damn. Hey, let's, let's move into some fantasy news before we really lose it's it today. So, Wentz. Wentz is cleared for drill. Steven, how does this make you feel? Are you, uh, are you gaining some interest in Wentz now, or are you still fading him? No. I still I had interest from day one, and it's only just getting me more and more excited to see the fact that when he got injured last year, having surgery, and where he's at right now, and that he's cleared for drills, I mean, they're just they're just in OTAs. They're not even in camp yet, so there's still plenty of time before week one. And seeing this right now, that just tells me he's going to be ready for week one, barring and any he setbacks. looks awesome. Yeah, he, he look he's doing everything, planting off of his foot, um, shifting his weight completely. I mean, it's not like they're holding him back. He's going through the full range of motion. Uh, it looks awesome. He's, he's going to be a stud, man, from it's each actually, week one starter. He's, like, way ahead of schedule at this point, in my opinion. Because what was it? Was it week week 10, week 12? It was towards the end of November or first week December. But uh, it's the power of the ginger. I think he missed the last three games of the season, so he got injured. What is that? So that had been week 14. Um, 14? Yeah, December 10th. Yeah. So, I mean, and to be at this point... I mean, he's way ahead of schedule. Yeah, and wasn't his knee wasn't his knee torn up in three spots? He's a tank. Oh, his knee was shredded. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a complete tear. All three, all three were gone. What were you gonna say, Christian? Oof. I was just saying he's a tank. He's a tank. Nice, I like it. <laughs> so, uh, hey, speaking of cool social media pictures, man, did y'all see the picture of CMC the other day? Cool, man. He is. He looks cut. All, pu- all puffed out. Yeah. Yeah. So as a Christian McCaffrey owner, uh, four and a half floppy disk, what do you think of what Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera, I think it's Ron Rivera said about Christian McCaffrey's big load or workload, sorry. 
Oh, big <laughs> workload, but uh, I, I like how excited you are uh, by the words you use. But yeah, so Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he is just, he's always been pretty ripped, but he added on some muscle, which is saying a lot. And Ron Rivera, when he was talking about him, like he said, a lot of people don't remember what this kid did at Stanford. Uh, he led the nation in, in carries. He can handle it. It's not a big deal. And we think that he can do that, which, man, if you're a McCaffrey guy, like like I am, like, this is great because there's not that many three-down backs. And while I don't think that his numbers are going to go up a lot, the potential is there. So it, this this stock up. I, re- I really think I'm pushing him right into the middle of the second round, if not early in the second round, is where I've got him now. All right. So Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis will be the 1A and 1B back. Now, I am, not, I am fading Derrick Henry this season. I'm a lot higher on Deion Lewis. I think the with the new offensive coordinator, I think this is going to be his show. They paid him a ton of money to come come there and stuff like that. Uh, Christian, what do you think, or who do you like better for this season? And I, you know, I guess we can talk redraft or we could talk dynasty um, between Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. I I don't necessarily agree with uh, with fading. Um, Derrick Henry that much. Uh, I think there's going to be plenty of work for the running backs in this offense. We saw um, back in 2016, Tennessee um, ran the ball a ton, the third most in the league, um, you know, to the point where they're only passing the ball 52% of the time, which is crazy low. 2017, they followed a very similar kind of – model not as much but they're still going to be a top 10 running team in terms of their run pass splits there's going to be a lot of opportunity for derrick henry especially on first and second downs i think Deion lewis still gets his work but i'm not worried about derrick henry at all i think he's not only going to have a ton of opportunity but he's also very talented so i i'm i'm not really fading him too much i think if anything uh if people do start to downgrade him i'm probably going to be more in on derrick henry what do you think about grabbing them both? Uh, I'm not huge on this kind of uh, offense to be grabbing them both. Um, and I know you guys are going to disagree with what I'm about to say. I love Deion Lewis. I think he's an elusive back and he's got a lot of good things, but I don't think he's a three down type back. Right. Right. He's not built for it. What were you going to say, John? Man, if if you do try to get both of these guys, like you are spending a Too third much. and a fifth on one backfield, and I hate that. That's um, entirely too much. Yeah, I, I don't. I, man, I, I don't think that'd be possible. Even in a best ball league, I think you're still spending too much. Right. Um, but all right, hey John, since I got your attention, hey, so Taylor Gabriel Nagy says he's gonna be more than a go-go gadget player. So what do you think? Man, so it's interesting there because we we learned a lot last week because they're putting Anthony Miller out wide. And so they don't have Anthony Miller just in the slot, which is huge, which tells you right off the bat they expect that kid to be a starter, uh, the rookie that they got. Now, what's that leaves for Taylor Gabriel? Everybody assumed he would kind of play that same role that he did for the Falcons, but I think this is a lot of coach speak. Um, I think Gabriel and everybody else was pretty disappointed whenever they put Anthony Miller out there as a rookie over him. And so I think he's just trying to – this is kind of like what Miami does, which I hate, but where they just try to make everybody <laughs> feel good through the press – 
And it's like, oh, there you go. But the real news here is Anthony Miller is going to be a starting wide receiver uh, right off the bat, which is nuts. And I think it's awesome. I love that kid. But yeah, Especially if you own him in your dynasty league. Man, who has that guy? I forgot. Some slut with a four and a half inch floppy. Gosh, man, that's that's like mention number six. There you go. Uh, somebody's thinking about my floppy. <laughs> it's gonna turn into a hard disc soon, Austin. Better He's be careful, jealous, man. He's oh, jealous. Man. Hey, let's let's go back to Miami real quick. So Christian, let's as, save that for later. Uh, re, hey, <laughs> no, so come on, let's, let's get it out fan, there now. Hey, the Dolphins coach, which is who's the Dolphins coach now, Christian? Jesus, Peter, somebody. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Peters. Don't worry. But he's saying he doesn't know who the starting running back is, Drake, Gore, or Balage. So what do you think about that as a Miami fan? <laughs> it's uh, more coach speak. Um, I mean, these are the same people that uh, that hype up Devontae Parker every single year. So um, listen, don't, uh, don't believe in all of that. Just uh, I-, I would say keep an eye out more than anything. It- it's a little bit of negative news, I think, on Drake and not necessarily positive news for Gore or Balage. Um But Drake's still going to be the workhorse this season. I think Drake has value this season. Um, but, I mean, it's frustrating if you are a Drake owner already in Dynasty. Um, it's frustrating if uh, they that they signed Gore at all because I think Drake could be a workhorse back. Shut up, man. I, you know my feelings on Frank Gore. <laughs> You should sing a song about him. Oh, he's so beautiful. Oh, you know what I should do with all these rappers that keep doing diss tracks? Maybe I should just do my own diss track. There you go. Just on Frank Gore? Yeah. There's like all these terrible people out there, and you're going to pick on Frank Gore, (laughs) who signed for the league minimum for your team. Fine. I won't do it on Frank Gore. I I like it. I like the idea. (laughs) I'll do it on John Chapman. Oh, (laughs) I am totally down. I am totally down. That's great. I'll be back in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna start throwing out illegitimate kids that John has. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. (laughs) They might listen to this pod. (laughs) So, Stephen, Kareem Hunt punches a guy down in in Ohio. Um, Do you think he's going to get in some trouble here with the NFL? Yeah, he will. I mean, oh. I mean, if you look at everything that's happened over the last few years and the way things have changed and the way that they're addressing these issues anymore, he, he'll get into some trouble. You know, fines, possibly suspension, which will suck, which, you know, will make some people who are drafting Spencer Ware early on or people that even have him sitting on their bench right now in existing dynasty leagues. You know, that'll make them happy for the first few weeks, but I expect him to get in some trouble. Man, well, I'm curious. Like, it said an Ohio resort. Now, Steve and Austin, you guys are northerners. What the hell resort is in Ohio? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, the, I read this and I was like, all right, some guy probably deserved to get hit in the face. That's cool. I Where mean, in the hell is there a resort in If Iowa? there's a farmhouse in or the middle of a cornfield just outside of Cedar Point or something, I was thinking I Cedar don't Point, know, too. <laughs> That, that that's about it. I mean, there's Kalahari over there, you know. But hotel I mean, industry is getting way too loose with the word resort, man. Yeah, yeah. that's not okay. Hotel Somebody boat? deserved. Maybe he hit the guy that named it a resort, and he showed up, and he was like, "What the hell is this?" Maybe he was at a no-tell motel. You know, I don't know oh something. <laughs> I almost want to start singing the song now that you said that. <laughs> well, Brito's the Miami native, so I feel like that should be him. Mm. Oh wow. I'm That's good. a pit bull reference, right? Isn't he Miami? 
What, the hotel motel holiday inn no yeah. that's not yeah. him though oh i thought it was no it's... we at the hotel no, oh my that's gosh. that's him making a remix of something oh yeah yeah but it wasn't him that came out with the original song so mm, no and i'm on it i'm i'm gonna be background research guy go ahead well okay got it so <laughs> hey that was my job he's just a while gonna ago. insert himself like mid-sentence with that shit at some point in time <laughs> well, talk about switching roles huh so yeah Let's go on to some. That is the Sugar Hill Gang back in 1970. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. I knew that. I did know Rappers that. I apologize to everybody. Rapper's out there. Delight, man. That's yeah. the name of the song. So let's go on to some uh, ESF trade talk as far as our ESF Dynasty League. And since we got the guest, I got to call him out. I was like, Christian, when's the last time you thought about doing a trade in our league? Have you even thought about a trade? Has it crossed your mind? I know you're busy, but. Listen, okay. All right, I'm going to put this out here. And then maybe you guys can heed my advice in Dynasty Leagues, okay? I normally use the NFL Fantasy app, not because it's anything better than other fantasy apps, but I normally use the NFL Fantasy one because that's how Dale set it up, all right? And then I'm too lazy to grab a fitch fork and tell him to change it. But this year... Be a leader, not a follower. Okay, for some things, all right? Sometimes... <laughs> You got to delegate things to other people, okay? And I'm fine with Dale being commissioner because he eventually will pay you. Eventually. Um, (laughs) Although, never mind. I'm not going to get too much into that. Anyways, that's a story for another time. Okay. John, was it that set up the Flea Flicker app for this year? He did. That is correct, sir. That is correct. You set us up on a website that I've never used before. I don't uh, know it all that well, so I don't have notifications set up. But okay. for all of you guys listening right now, if you want to get the uh, the trades in on time, turn on your notifications. And also, don't trade with John Chapman because his trades get progressively worse over time. <laughs> that is that is not true. I am just trying to sweeten the deal. I'm working out. It's like foreplay. It's, it's kind of right. what happens. Let's get back into it a little more after the pod. And see if we can uh, turn that floppy into a solid hard deal. A hard Gosh, drive? I feel like the name of this uh, podcast should be Names for John's Junk, which I'm cool with. Okay. Hotel, motel, oh, four and a half no. inch floppy. Three and a half inch floppy. What, uh, why am I being downgraded as this episode goes on? Two and a half inch floppy. Ah. It's it's floppy at the no tell motel. There you go. So Steven, you, you said you want to talk about a trade that happened in the listener league. No, it wasn't in the listener league. It was in an entirely different league. Um, so there are two gentlemen from the listener league that's in this league, and, and one of them was trading in the seventeenth spot, and you know he had an offer from somebody and reached out to me about he was in the seventeen and what was going to trade back and get uh, twenty three and thirty second overall pick for 17 and 48 now mind you this is a 16 team league so he was drafting in the five or six spot and he already took saquon barkley and i just kind of told him i was just like look man i said you're gonna have a huge gap from 32 to 59 but you're still gonna be able to get valuable players at that point and the fact that you're gonna have three of in essence you know almost top 30 picks in a 16 team league I would definitely pull the trigger on that, which I think he ended up doing. And he's going to end up getting some good value there and really set himself up with three solid guys moving forward in, in a league that that's deep. All right. 
So Christian just sent me a photo and it looks like I'm in a grocery store and we have, it looks like hair product, WD-40. That's not hair product, buddy. Okay. Oh, it's lubrication. <laughs> it has WD-40 in the middle of the uh, sexual lubrication to help John out with his four to three and a half inch floppy. So, If it's only that, do I need like a lot of extra help? I don't know. You tell me. So. No, I think. No, I'm good. I'm good to go. You mean WD-40? Dude, it's hilarious because it's WD-40 and KY and condoms and shit. Like, that's actually kind of a funny funny picture. picture. Thank you, Christian, for sharing that picture with us. (laughs) Now, back on to trades. So, John, this week we tried to work a trade out between each other. Um, I really was hoping that you would have stuck with the DT or Demarius Thomas. I really enjoyed. I really thought that was going to be a good trade, but then you want to throw Ingram in there. And then it just hurt my soul because I'm I'm actually not happy with my running backs. And if I lose Ingram, it, it concerns me. Uh, what are your thoughts on our trade talk this week? Man, so the, the problem was I was I have a very young roster and which is great. That's a great problem to have. But it's a very deep league where we have three running backs start, three wide receivers start, and three flex spots because we only have ten teams. And so I am trying to get a few more immediate starters. And so I have two young receivers, uh, Anthony Miller and Michael Gallup, and I'm trying to auction off one of those guys for an immediate starter now, somebody like a Demarius Thomas. Um, But, you know, Austin got scared. And so sometimes it's just kind of what happens. Uh, We 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 probably had about 25 different texts back and forth trying to make something work, and it just nothing came to fruition, which is going to happen sometimes. But... You're saying You've I got to figure scared? out what you're, dude. Listen. Oh yeah, you're terrible. No, whatever, man. You have, dude. You. It's not only you have Anthony Miller, and it's not only that you got Gallup, but you got Jamon Moore who could hit. Let me read off his wide receivers real quick, and let me tell you how big this fucking guy is a douchebag when it comes to. He goes, oh my <laughs> wide receiver core sucks. He's got fucking Julio <laughs> Jones, Keenan Allen, Corey Davis, Jordan Matthews on the Pats. Mind you, he's on the Pats now. Anthony Miller, Gallup, Hamilton, Jamon Moore. And then I put Jesus Christ. I should be begging you for a fucking player, not you begging me for a player. So I'm just saying. Now, if you for Demarius Thomas, if you would have said uh, Jamon Moore and Miller, I mean, we were we were pretty close on that one. But then you were like, oh, I want Ingram. Hold on, whoa, 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 back up. Hold on, Jamon Moore. Yep. And Anthony Miller. Yep. For Demarius Thomas. Well, you added Matthews in there too because he's got crazy no, upside. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't backtrack. I'm trying to. We're not you doing are saying. this. We're not doing this tonight. Why? Why you got to be like that? Because, See, I'm just saying. Yeah, and he wanted he he was going to throw in Jordan Matthews too, which I, I would have been good with. For, but then he changed it to Let's, Mark Ingram. So you no 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 don't say would have been. Let's say I am good with. I'm going to hold you to your words. All three of those guys for Demarius Thomas. And I'll do Kiki. You give me one. You give oh, me the right. one guy back that you got in the 24th round. Kiki, so Demarius Thomas. And Kiki Cootie. 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 Four. Miller. Jamon. And Matthews. See, the only problem. Hey, here's my only problem with having Matthews. See, this is Austin. Come on, no, baby. Listen. Come on, baby. Hear me out. And then Steven and Christian can, can weigh in. Here's my issue with uh, getting Matthews. I already have Edelman. Then give me Edelman. No, I would never give you Edelman. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like giving you an extra inch for your four and a half. Yeah. So okay. okay, let's stay with this real quick, and then we're uh, let's 
So let's do this deal right here. So Demarius Thomas and Kiki Cootie for the three young wide receivers you talked about. You said, I'm down with that. I will do that trade right now. Anthony Miller, you're getting, um, I mean, you're getting three studs for one old guy. I'm cool with that. I'll do that. Does anyone else feel like they'd you'd be raping? Oh, I'll trade you. I'll trade you one of my wide receivers for you that. Don't have wide receivers. You don't have wide receivers. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah you do. do. You do actually. Yeah. You'll see. And my wide receivers right. are not that good. What were the wide receivers on your end, John? What's up, brother? What were the wide receivers on your so end? So Anthony Miller, um, and then with uh, Matthews, Jordan Matthews, and Jamon Moore, the rookie for Green Bay, for uh, Green Bay for Demarius Thomas and Kiki Cutie. That's a, I'm getting hosed in this deal. <laughs> I'd rather have Demarius. What'd you do? What'd you say, Christian? I'd rather have Demarius. Okay, why would you rather have Demarius? Because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the same shoes. Um, because Demarius is going to be at least consistent for the next year or two, and you really have no idea what you're getting. I mean, maybe you get something for. For Chicago wide receiver here, but uh, I don't know if you're going to get much else. And I just don't trust right now, after what we've seen over the past couple of years, rookie wide receivers until they start to develop a little bit. Take the sure thing for right now, even though he's 30 years yeah. old. And, and so I would not do this deal if I did not have Michael Gallup sitting kind of where I am, where I am because I see Gallup and Anthony Miller as young potential starters in year one, but I think that they will be able to produce, but it's going to be long-term value. And so if I didn't have that other guy, I would not make this deal. Um, so that's where I'm at. And that's why I'm offering those three is because I still have Michael Gallup Deshaun Hamilton. Those are two young guys that I think will pan out eventually. So that's where I'm at. Austin doesn't know why he won't do it, but no, I'm looking at more. Like I said, I'm just worried about my wide receivers. Uh, you know, that's why you're getting three for two. What do you guys think Demarius ends up with? A thousand yards, eight touchdowns. Yeah, man. I see. I think that's. I, I see. I think you're trading away two. Like, even though I'm not a huge Thomas guy, you're trading away a, a valuable asset this year for. I'm sorry. Can I start over? Because my my wife just that was hilarious, that, man. I thought it was a kid. She starts singing to her music. Hey, what's up? Uh, that's awesome. I mean, let's not do this again, John. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Okay, go, go ahead, Christian. So I think. Oh my God, I'm so thrown off right now. What song um, was she singing? Mary's this is Thomas. important. What's okay? No, let's. Just, we're just fuck it. I'm gonna roll with this. What song were you singing, honey? Huh? Bulletproof? Oh, good one. Bye. So uh, Is it the Hootie the, and the, the Bulletproof from like five years ago? Dun, 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 Who sings it? Hootie. Hootie. LaRue. I you're thinking of a different song there, John. No, Hootie doesn't sing any of those things. I was just being a jerk. Um okay. What just happened? Tell her I said hey though. Anyway, so Demarius Thomas, um, I think, yeah, you're going to get 85, 90 catches. You're going to get 1,000 yards. Really just depends on how many touchdowns he ends up scoring. Um, and I don't think Keenum hurts. So you got Keenum for the next couple of years. I think for 2018, 2019, you've got a wide receiver too. 
So I don't, I don't, I think I could, I could do this trade, but here's my concern. I only have Alshon Jeffrey, Crabtree, Shepard, Amari Darbo, and Allen Robinson, Edelman, and Kirk. So I don't know. I'm just worried that I wouldn't have enough, I don't know, strength to go through this. I already told you guys how I play in Dynasty Leagues. I understand it's Dynasty, but I will mortgage my future as if I'm playing with Dynasty credit cards until one year I go bankrupt, and then I rebuild, and then I get accumulated. It's like Monopoly money and shit for Brito, man. Yeah, yeah. So I would much rather have the player that I, I, I can still get good production out of for 2018, 2019. I don't think Demarius Thomas is just going to drop off this year. Uh, 30 is not a wide receiver drop off. He's going to get cut, though. He's going to a new team. No, nah, look what he did last year with basically no quarterback whatsoever, right? right? And Keenum doesn't hurt. He helps the situation. And honestly, yeah, him and Manny Sanders are off the books after this year. But between those two, Thomas is the one I can see coming back. Because what are you going to do, rely on Cortland Sutton and the other rookie that they drafted? No. So... I mean, I could see them bringing him back instead of Manny Sanders. And, I mean, in a PPR league, he's going to have 90 catches, man. I don't know about 90. I think I think 80 is going to be the high mark. 83 is his uh, lowest mark last year in the past, what, uh, seven seasons? Yep. But the thing, he's a 17, they, they save $17 million if they cut him next year. Like he I, he's gone, man. Mm-hmm. Why would you draft Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton so early if you're going to yeah, keep him? Yeah, but nothing too is next seat next year. Look Not at all the wide receivers coming out in 2019. It's supposed to be one of the strongest draft class in like what four years for wide receivers. Um, everything we saw for running backs this season, we're going to see for wide receivers next year. So it's just really hard not to not to at least want to get one or two of those guys next year. So. Six six years, by the way. Six six years, eighty three is his lowest reception total in the six. Years. Send the trade offer. Send the trade offer over, John. And he's had some terrible quarterbacks. I don't. I'm not going to accept you it. Accepting over it? air, but I'm going to look at it a little bit more. I am scaredy. Scaredy. Okay. All right, fellas, that's done with the trade talk. All right, something we didn't mention at the beginning of the pod in the in the preview, but we're going to talk about here is some players that uh, there are some concerns that some of the rankers might have too high or might be low on. I know last week we did talk about a couple of running backs, but this I think this is going to be a continuing topic because you know, you know as as we are going into the season, information changes as it comes in. So, one of the guys or one of the one of the individuals that we're going to talk about is Joe Mixon. Steven, what are your thoughts on Joe Mixon and why is there so much news on Joe Mixon as far as is he going to be decent this year or is he going to be bad? Well, personally, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I'm a little bit higher on Mixon. I think that most people, uh, I mean, just looking at Mixon with the consensus here. But listen to this. Since we called the uh, industry out last week, only one person <laughs> has updated their rankings. So right now, Joe Mixon is going 26 with those who have updated their rankings. So that means he's going in the late second instead of the beginning of the third. Okay. Just want to throw out there that I uh, I only have standard <laughs> redraft uh, rankings currently. So if you guys want to call me out, I don't do dynasty rankings. You know what, Christian? I'm glad you said that because last week, one thing I want to say was 
Dale what did update his dynasty rankings last week. So hats off to the Darkwing Duck of Dynasty Fantasy Football. So Okay. So let me say this. The, these are some trades that have gone through on myfantasyleague.com. And I, I want to throw these scenarios out there and kind of let each one of you guys weigh in on which side you would rather have. Uh, right off the bat, it's pretty easy. Joe Mixon straight up for the 1.03 and a rookie redraft. Which one would you rather have there? The number three overall pick or Joe Mixon? You're talking startup this season? It's no, it's not a startup. It's a rookie, uh, rookie draft. So just rookies only. I would have Joe Mixon. Yeah, I would take Mixon and a rookie only this year at the, for the three spot. Brito, same, same. I agree. I would as well. Yep. Okay, this one's a little bit more fun. It's Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard for Christian McCaffrey. So Christian McCaffrey on one side or Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. Uh, that's a good pairing because he's kind of the handcuff to the other one. So Steve, what side would you prefer out of that? Uh, I would actually take McCaffrey with Gio. I mean, I'm, I don't really care about Gio too much, but I have McCaffrey higher than Joe Mixon. Okay, Brito? Uh, give me – I'm not the biggest Joe Mixon fan, but give me Joe Mixon on this one. Okay, Austin, what about you, man? You know, me, I'm worried about my roster construction, but, oh, the man, this is a rough one. I would say I would take McCaffrey in this situation. Yeah, I'm going McCaffrey as well there. Okay, here we go. How about Joe Mixon and the 1.05 in a rookie redraft for Alvin Kamara? So Alvin Kamara or Joe Mixon plus the number five pick. Uh, Austin, we'll go backwards. Oh, I'm easily taking the the package, the package deal. You're taking Mixon in the number five? Yes, easily. Okay, Brito? Uh, give me Kamara. He does not believe in the future. Okay, and Steve? Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm going to take Mixon and the number five in this one. And I love Kamara. Ooh. I'm going Kamara. You said, I'm sorry, you said a number five in a rookie draft this year? Yeah, so again, you're getting Joe Mixon plus the number five in a rookie draft. That's correct. So Joe Mixon and a guy, like, give me, so you're getting Joe Mixon and... Royce Freeman. Yeah, so I was trying to think who's going there right now. Joe Mixon and Ronald Jones, Royce Freeman. Right. Um, no, I take them all. I take wow, them all as well. wow. See, I, that's that's the thing. I I don't know. I like Joe Mixon. I mean, looking at the consensus, man, he's his best ranking is twenty one overall, and his worst is thirty eight. I mean, I have him uh, myself uh, sitting at twenty four. So there's, I mean, Gio Bernard. When even with Jeremy Hill, Gio is Gio. Stop breaking news. Breaking oh. news. Breaking news. LeBron just went out of the game. Breaking news. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> just kidding. He just he just tripped and sprained his ankle. So oh, don't do bad. that shit. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> no, but anyways, I mean, and Geo's Geo. There's a whole there's a different offensive scheme that you know they switched to a whole a whole new uh, offensive coordinator during the season last year, and and Mixon played better in that scheme, and they had more time together. Um, through the off season, he's more uh, adapted to the league, so on and so forth. So, and I know their offensive line is terrible. Andy Dalton sucks, and they pretty much just have um, AJ Green and what's left of Tyler Eifert. And there's really not much that there. But I don't know. 
What's left? <laughs> What's left of him? Right, exactly. But I don't know. Mixon's a guy that could do it all, and I think that given the opportunity, and he's gonna, I, he's even with Giovanni Bernard, he's gonna see a lot of volume. So I don't know. I'm just a little higher on him. I think than most people are. What's he gonna do when the opposing team uh, puts you know seven or eight in the box, and they uh, they also uh, blitz Craig? All that work for a tank joke. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Wow. But I was going to say, it was good. They're going to throw wow. AJ Green. Yeah. Okay, so I want one more trade, and we're going to change it up just a little bit. This isn't a super flex, so you got to start two quarterbacks. Okay? So Joe Mixon and Phillip Rivers for Odell Beckham Jr. Joe Mixon and Phillip Rivers for Odell. For this year, I'm taking Mixon and Rivers. Okay. This is a dynasty league? Dynasty super flex. Rivers is what? How old? 37? He has, no, that's how many kids he has. He is actually. 36, he's going to turn 37 uh, by the end of the season. Okay. Um, I'll take Mixon. Ooh. Austin? I'm going to go with the quarterback and the running back. Man, I'm good. No way. I'm going Odell Beckham. I, I love that guy. You have such a man I, love. For how much? OBJ. You know how much I love that guy. He's my number one overall player. He uh, must. He, you 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 must know. He's got you want to know in his is, name. Is he likes his probably. I don't know. Six and a half floppy. He goes. He goes for the bigger floppy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this is one of those where I'm torn between two of my philosophies. One where I'd rather have the better player, and two where I'd rather win this season. I th- I think you're better off winning this season with the in a super flex with Philip Rivers there as your flex plus Joe Mixon, but right yeah and it depends on team makeup. Odell Beckham is the better player, so I, I I can go either way on this trade. I'm a two for one special at all times. With those two players, your team's getting a dual threat. Oh, what you said, Philip Rivers? You didn't say uh, Russell Wilson. I said with those two players, Mixon Rivers. You're getting a yeah, dual threat. threat. Yeah, that's wrong. He's single. Single threat. Odell Beckham might be dual threat. <laughs> I, I don't think you know what that word means. I think he came up with that word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so who's the next guy that we got? Let's do one more of these. Who's the next guy on the agenda, Austin? Hey, so we're going to move on to a wide receiver who's getting a lot of controversy this season. We're going to talk about some Mike Evans. Oh, another dual threat guy. Do we love him or hate him? Hate. Hate. Uh, a lot of people are down on him, and Hate. I'm expecting the comeback. Don't call it a comeback. You know his t- his touchdown production sucked last year. I mean, it's been off and on since he yep. came into the league. And I don't know. I just look at the fact that Winston missed some games last year, and then he played through a bad shoulder. I mean, I know what what was it? What, how many drops did he have last year? I think it was like seven or something like that. But of catchable balls. He he only had two registered drops uh, this year. Uh, last year, yeah, last year he led the NFL in drops. Yeah. But this year he only had two, but he still only had like a 50% catch rate. Um, yeah. That's what he's always – he's never been over 55, uh, 55.5% catch but rate. But how many, how many targets did he have? Um, this past year – it's it's been pretty consistent with what he's usually been. He was 136 last year. Yeah, and I think the year before that he was 173 or something like that. So, I mean, he's getting the volume. The targets are there. If, you know, if it's 50-60%, 
whatever out of that amount of, out of that many many targets, I would take it. Yeah, but let's talk about Tampa Bay real quick. I mean, they just got rid of. We don't know who their starting running back is. It could be Peyton Barber, which I'm hoping for. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's Ronald Jones Jr. Ronald, I'm sorry, <laughs> Ronald Jones the second. Is it Ronald or Ronald? Oh, oh don't even start yeah. that. Oh, it's Kamara. Yeah. I think you say Kamara. <laughs> Whatever. So they're gonna be throwing the ball a lot this season, and, and you know they have what both the tight ends, OJ Howard and Bright. Um, Winston is a thrower and a runner. So what would you call that? Dual threat. He's not Dual a threat. runner. He's not. He is a runner. He's he is a runner. Stop drinking your drink and look it no. up. No, he's a he's runner. a lot. Li- he's a linebacker like Cam Newton that plays quarterback. There you go. That's a runner. Not a runner. Not a runner. <laughs> John, Let's you're not a runner. Trades. John, what are some trades you saw or have seen uh, use utilizing uh, Mike Evans for this season? Okay, so here's a big package deal. So stay with <laughs> me. This package. is a three for one. So you get Josh Gordon, Devin Funches, and the number six rookie pick. So the number 1.06, all for Mike Evans. Which side do you take Brito? Funches, Gordon, and the number six pick. You guys can hear Priscilla singing, right? Yes. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't mind it. I, I kind of like it. I ain't going to lie. Stop. She's like <laughs> all the way in the back now. Dude, she's in our happy place. You said that with such a sad voice. Like, I can't get her to stop. <laughs> Ask her who she would take. Repeat the trade. Funches, Josh Gordon, and the number six pick overall, the 1.06. Okay, four. Mike Evans. Three for one. Funches. Gordon, 1.06. 1.06, and again, a... Um, Dynasty, Dynasty redraft, right? So, yep. That's that's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Three for one, and this a lot of this has to do with your team. If you are uh, competing, you always want the fewer players. You want the yep. more quality in the Mike Evans side. But let's just say you have Mike Evans and your team sucks. You came into second. Like if this was my team place. right now, considering my so it's my bad. current wide receiver situation. Uh, I would take, um, I would dump Evans for that. But if I, yeah, normally I'm going to go with the Evans side. But I mean, that's quite a bit. And I think you could get a very solid running back for a few years to come with a guy like Ronald Jones or Royce Freeman um, or, you know, at that 106. So I'm probably going to take that package. Okay. Take that package. That's your new slogan. Oh okay, Steven? As usual. I'm taking the package. I mean, that's okay. that's that's hard to pass up on, man. I mean, it's a lot. If, let's, let's just say let's just say Josh Gordon pans out. All right, he's got he's gonna yep. surpass Evans alone, in my opinion. And then Funches, worst case scenario, you're getting a low end wide receiver two out of him. And yep. then at 106, you're still getting you're still getting a decent running back from this year's draft or wide receiver if you choose to. So I mean, to me, to me, that's a no-brainer. Wide receiver two, wide receiver three, and a running back two, three for a wide receiver one. I think it's a really good deal if you're looking to, um, you know, get some value for you know trading out of a player. Yeah, 
Austin, you got anything else? I'm actually going to go with the Mike Evans on this one because you said it's Josh oh. Gordon and not Melvin Gordon because I heard Melvin Gordon. That's correct. In the beginning. No. So no, Josh Gordon. Gordon. I would do that trade in a heartbeat. Yeah. So yeah. stop but, looking okay. at your damn TV watching the NBA finals. He is, man. Pay attention to this damn podcast. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I want that to be the opener. I want that to be the opener. Okay, now again, like keep in mind, these are actual trades that have been agreed upon in actual Dynasty League. So that, that's where we're getting this content from. Now, this next one's different because I'm going to package Mike Evans with something else. Mike Evans and Brandon Cooks for Todd Gurley. Oh. So Mike this Evans is an easy one for and me. Brandon Cooks for Todd Gurley. All right, Austin, what I'm, do you I'm got? I'm going running back. I'm going to take Todd Gurley every day. Every day. Uh, Steven? It's tough because you know what you're getting out of Cooks. He's consistent. And then Mike Evans, as I already said before, he's basically been boomer bust through his whole career. But I love Todd Gurley. I love Todd Gurley. I'm taking Todd Gurley. Dude, Steven, Cooks is going to have regression this year. Goff cannot throw the Did long Did you ball. not hear what I just said that I'm taking Todd Gurley? Neither you don't have Tom to try Brady. and sell me on it. What? <laughs> Tom Brady can't throw the long ball anymore. Uh, where did, where, why'd you bring Tom Brady in this? Do you want to talk about Tannehill too? Because he had him last year. He was on that Tom team Brady, last year. Tom Brady is not a good deep ball thrower, and Brandon Cooks was still a wide receiver. Here we go. The AFC East. I, I <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, but he's not necessarily known for his deep ball, Meh. especially not these last three or four seasons where his average depth of target is fucking one of the worst in the league. Um, but – Jared Goff is not going to be worse than that. And Brandon Cooks has shown consistently season after season that even though it's boom bust, even though he's the the type of receiver you want to own in best ball and maybe not necessarily in a redraft league, I'm probably going to take the two, you know, low end wide receiver ones over the one running back. Um, It's it's close because you're getting – it is a great running back versus two wide receivers, but I I don't think we're – I'm going to disparage Jared Goff this season. I think we saw enough from him last year to, I think he can, Brandon Cooks can be just as productive this year as he was last year and the year before. I don't think you can call Brandon Cooks a low end wide receiver one. But Christian, not anymore. Christian, the Rams lost their offensive coordinator. He didn't call the plays there last year, though. Did he? Did he? No, he didn't. That was McVay's show. McVay did. But I mean, he's Lafleur's beast. He's he's amazing. But he didn't call. How many the targets do you guys think Cooks gets this year? What did he get last year? Mm, not a lot. Last year, which is not that oh, high in my opinion. I'm I'm gonna say like maybe eighty. Oh no! Oh, I think he'll I think he'll be give or take. He'll be around a hundred. I think. Sammy Watkins got seventy. See? Boom! Drop. Do you guys think that? Okay, I think this this is where it comes down to. Uh, my fundamental difference here. Do you guys view Sammy Watkins as Brandon Cook and Brandon Cooks as the same player? Nope. Because I view Brandon Cooks like not just a tier, several tiers, like not even in the same field as each other. I don't but think they Sammy run the Watkins, same routes. Yes, but I don't think Sammy Watkins is any good. I don't like Sammy Watkins. I've never been a fan of Sammy Watkins. He's been one of the most overhyped, overpushed yeah. players in fantasy football. And I think Brandon Cooks gets 110 targets, which is maybe you know, whoa, you know, a little bit less than what whoa. he got last Hot year. Take. 
Okay, so hold on. Cooper Cup, he led the team in targets with he 94. Not. He's back. Todd Gurley, 87. That many. Robert Woods, who missed five mm-hmm. games, 85. Um, like, we're, So you're taking a lot of targets away from somebody. You're taking 50 targets away from somebody, plus all of Sammy Watkins' I targets. definitely see this offense taking a little bit more of a step towards passing the ball a little bit more. Jared Goff's third season, just a little more. And I do think they finally have somebody that they can trust with the deep ball. So I don't think it's going to be a ton of targets from a single place, but I think Gurley gets a little bit less. I don't necessarily think Cup gets less, um, but there are going to be places where targets are going to come away from and they are going to go to Cooks. I think I think, gotcha. I think Cup and Cooks are going to see around 100 targets apiece. I really yeah. do. I, th- I think Woods is going to be the one that's going to lose out. Right. I don't think Cup is going to really lose much, but I'd rather have Cooks over Cup. Yeah, I would too, but I will not have Cooks on any of my teams. Just because um, he's so boom-bust? I, I do not value. Yeah, well, one, he's boom-bust, and I just I don't value him near as much as everybody else. That's fair. Um, he's a perfect low-end wide receiver too, and I just not where I'm going. He's so Christian, the only reason... Me. Okay, go ahead. I would say, Christian, the only reason I agree with you is because of that potent defense... So that means the defense is not going to be in the field that much. So there's going to be more time for the offense to get plays in. But my own, but the only thing too is, remember they're playing in the NFC West, and you know how I feel about the NFC West with uh, cornerbacks and safeties this season. So, okay. I mean, I can see some of that, but um, again, I I really think that Brandon Cooks is going to get not that much of a workload reduction from what we've seen. Um, And he's just going to, the only thing about him is that, that, that I worry about is that the end of year numbers are going to be, I think good. They're going to be realistically. I think he's going to be a high end wide receiver too uh, with his end of year numbers. The only problem with him is that's going to come in four weeks. (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh, let's do one more trade with him. Uh, this is going to be a little bit more pick-heavy, and it is Mike Evans for a package, and the package is this. Tariq Cohen, the 1.02, and the 2.10 in rookie drafts. So Tariq Cohen, 1.02, and the 2.10. Which side would you prefer, Mike Evans or the picks in Cohen? Let's go Steve first this time. I'm taking the picks in Cohen all day. I love Cohen with Nagy and that offense and that 1.02. I mean, you can get another running back with that. That's going to be solid. So, and then 2.10, whatever you take a flyer, there's enough wide receiver depth in this draft right here that you can find somebody that's going to develop into a role. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm taking that package deal. Austin? I'll tell you what, if I'm strong in the running back department, I'm going to take uh, Mike Evans if I'm weak. Uh, or rebuilding my, I would take the running backs all day. Okay. Brito? 10-team league or 12-team league? Uh, 12. 12 12-team league. So I'm going to give you an example here. The two, the 1.02, you're getting a guy like Darius Geis. Yep. So we're we're talking about Darius Geis um, plus, you said 2.06? 2.10. 2.10. So that's the pick 22. So you're talking about a guy like, um, uh, some of the back end wide receiver, K- yeah, Kalen Gallup, Balazs, uh, Anthony Miller, maybe not, he's probably gone by that point. Uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get Gallup there. 
you're talking about, you know, Balage, um, you know, maybe some quarter, a quarterback there where maybe you're getting like a Lamar Jackson or a Sam Darnold. Um, give me Mike Evans in this trade, and I think I would much rather have Mike Evans long, like by a landslide. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking Evans here too, big time. Um, I, I love picks, but if you need a wide receiver, I don't like any of the wide receivers with there. I'm taking Mike Evans as well. All right, guys, uh, let's do, let's see here, one more. Let's roll the dice. This is a good one. Mike Evans or Dalvin Cook and Greg Olson. So Dalvin Cook and Greg Olson or Mike Evans. Let's go Austin. Oh, too easy. Mike Evans. Okay, Steve. Oh, God, I'm taking Cook and Olson. I love it. And Brito. This basically just comes down to who you value more, Evans or Cook. And I think just slightly, I value Cook more. So yeah, I'm going Cook. Cook as well. Um, big time, big time, big time. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at there. And so yeah, that's our fun player trade stuff. That was fun stuff. All right. So on behalf of Christian, John, Stephen, myself, you can all find us at ESF or Eastleaf Fantasy uh, on Twitter. And then we have all our separates, but you got to rewind to hear them all. I'm Austin. Peace, love, and hair grease. It's a fantasy. It's all the fantasy football action that you need. Bringing you the best players every week. Who you need to drop and who you need to keep. The latest and the greatest.